Champagne soccer. We're back in motion. More action than ever because, you know, we all support Premier League teams and the action never stops. But there's also big stakes on the line. Someone will be crowned a world champion by the end of the weekend. And let's just start with that, Anthony. You guys, Manchester City, are in the Club World Cup for the first time ever. And Pep Guardiola decided to switch up the tactics. You guys went against the Uraro Reds, and Pep decided to line up the team in a 3-5-2. It worked as you guys won 3-0. How did you feel about the formation change, Anthony? And do you think, moving forward, you guys need to use a back five more often to, you know, slow down the leaky goals that's been happening recently? Uh, as in, for the change of the formation, man, it, it worked all the way into the end. The first goal was a fluky. It was an own goal. But compare, see, I got to choose my words right because I want to respect the opponent, but it wasn't in the Premier League and it wasn't um wasn't the Champions League. So I'm going to just say that. So how the tactics works with other teams, we, we still got to see. But we were retaining the ball pretty well. And width, uh, it was nice to see uh, Jack Grealish. He got his confidence back, even though we drew over the weekend <clears throat> with Crystal Palace. He had a, a real big role in that. Um, it was it was it was just nice to see us retaining the ball. Uh, Nunez was out there. Um, Pep gave a lot of the the new players uh, time to to shine in a a big game for the club. Like you said, it's our first time in this competition. And uh, I'm excited, man. Friday, get to hold up, hopefully get to hold up a trophy, man. It's kind of cool. So, And, uh, you know, you've always made jokes about Giovanni Reina playing wing back. But, hey, Pep put Jack Grealish and Phil Foden at wing back today. How do you feel about their performances in that role and moving forward? Do you feel comfortable seeing them do that in the Premier League and the Champions League? Better not see uh, Jag really sort of feel Foden playing that far back in the Premier League. To be to be honest, that better not happen. Um, I think me and you have talked enough about Phil that he needs to be in be in the final third, and be, like playing the false nine, number ten role. He he can't be he can't be in the mud like uh, other players can. Even like that young star star boy uh, Rico Lewis, little Philip Lom. Um, Grealish, he, he has work rate. He he tracks back, so I respect it. But Foden, nah, that can't happen. Hey, man, I know you believe he's designer, but the world keeps telling you, including Pep Guardiola. Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> Here's Southgate even said, look how Pep uses this boy, man. You think I'm supposed to rate him? Hey, man. <laughs> that boy in ring back. Go to work, boy. Hey, I got one comment. Um... I was I questioned what the hell Edison had going on. Like he almost gave that goal to the dude that was that was gonna retire. It was his last game. He was get about to give him a gift. Um, and I actually thought I thought Foden was supposed to be the striker because that was how they said it in the lineup. So he wasn't a striker. Yeah, it seems like the front two was Bernardo Silva and Matthias Nunes. I did see a lot of action from uh Silva. Yeah, he uh, and it seemed like 
I would say they probably can't play this this against a hot team like Arsenal, Spurs, uh, United, or like Liverpool. Liverpool. Yeah. But you could probably get this away with Fulham, some of those other teams, and it could be a way that you could try to, I guess, like open other players up because, like you said, I didn't really look – they didn't really look attack until the end of the game, in my opinion. But I thought that was just like when they kind of shut it down, honestly. Um, that press from Ura, it wasn't. It wasn't like it wasn't on the same level as like other European teams. But I do think City might have their hands full with Fluminense in that final. It's some young hot boys, pause on that team. <laughs> nah, yeah, it should be a fun match. You know, shout out to Denise. He says he's the anti Pep, so it's a cool opportunity to you know see two footballing philosophies go against each other to be crowned world champions. Now, the other time, like you mentioned, Marcus, you made a good point about, you know, and Anthony too, about, you know, not being certain about how this formation will play against certain teams in the Premier League. And I looked it up and according to football reference, the other, the only other time Man City has used a back five in the Premier League this year is when, they beat Bournemouth 6-1. I believe that's the Jeremy Doku four-assist game. So he was going crazy at wing back. So maybe using that pace can unlock more things. But compared to Foden and Grealish, where the game seems to be controlled, maybe that won't work. But uh, let's talk about another team that's pursuing silverware and got a nice result today. Chelsea defeated Newcastle in the Carabao Cup quarterfinal 1-1 it went to penalties and the Blues came on top 4-2 Cletus how did you feel about the performance and that last minute equalizer by your boy Mudrick to force extra time or no it went straight to penalties I forgot right because yeah, yeah they got rid yeah they got rid of the uh, extra time joint yeah, honestly, the game was very much flat first half. Um, I'll say, you know, from what I saw before I had to leave the office, Newcastle seemed pretty much in control, even with all the injuries that they've had, um, all the games they played, they still look, you know, more of a complete team, more of a, you know, Premier League team. Um, second half, when Nkugu came, I think, like, because everybody's been so excited to see him, the stadium was a little bit more excited, um, you know, trying to give the team a little bit more energy. And I think towards the end of the game, they just, you know, kept on coming, trying to attack as much as possible, even though we didn't have a lot of shots on goal, you know, we were still trying to create those chances. And then, you know, uh, the the scammer scored the goal. Uh, even before he scored, I was about to put in our, our Chelsea chat that, again, I don't know why he plays or why he's on the field, but, you know, right as I was about to press send, he scores and I had to delete that drink. <laughs> hey, and bro. If- the hundred miles per hour shit worked today. No, he's so trash. Um See number even, ten, man. Have respect. No, thank you. Um, even even when that foul happened, um, I think it was on Gusto, it was, and he pulled up and tried to try to choke homie. I was like, You see, this is what one goal does. See so you trying to do all this extra stuff. I'm good off you. You could you could legally leave. Oh, yeah, yeah. He tried to eliminate Bruno. Yeah. I'm like, bro, this is not you, bro. This is your first time scoring. You're trying to get some clout, man. Relax. 
But yeah, all in all, again, um, nothing impressive to say about the game uh, besides Google coming back. So now I'm a little bit, you know, more intrigued about buying my ticket now. <laughs> whoa, 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 Clay. Yeah. I know you didn't you might have went to the office when this happened. But if I but if I buy this ticket to see Chelsea and Badia Shield is in the lineup, I'm hey. escaping the building. Cause why did this nigga try to do a coif turn hey, on a striker? Hey man. <laughs> hey. All I'm gonna say is if you don't win that game, bro, just know that night where we're getting blasted. I thought that was gonna happen anyways, man. No, you know, of course, but no, we're getting, we're getting blasted. We're getting blasted. So this is this is not so you ain't gonna be having fun. You're gonna be getting sad blasted. That's yeah, what you're saying. Yeah. Oh man, I, <laughs> that's crazy, man. That's crazy. Hey, other results in the Carabao Cup today. Fulham drew 1-1 with Everton, but they won 7-6 on penalties. And Middlesbrough beat Port Vale 3-0. Liverpool plays West Ham tomorrow, a.k.a. today when this pod drops. Marcus, how are you feeling? Because West Ham is catching form. They beat uh, Wolves 3-0 on the weekend. Paqueta had three assists. My boy... Mohamed Kudus had a brace. How are you feeling against going? How do you feel about going against West Ham in your quarterfinal matchup? It's a setup. It's what they usually do to us all the time. We don't get the Man City route. Copenhagen, fuck out of here. Um, but hopefully, I'm feeling like West Ham gonna be like, hey, we in the top four. Let's take that a little bit more serious. Kudus, Puketa, who else? Um my homie Andy Robinson, homeboy. I don't need to see none of them yesterday. I mean, to, today, rather. Um, because we're gonna be playing a lot of young boys. Darwin Nunez probably still get some minutes. Um, yeah, my uh my young boy Ben Doke, he he tore his uh meniscus, speedy recovery. Yeah, bro. I don't know how this go. So you said, yeah, I just saw that. So you can't get the extra game if we draw. So yeah, we might oh, lose this. Straight one. to penalties. If it's a draw, straight to penalties. Yeah, we might lose this one, bro. I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, mm. I would like to continue to keep going because it let the young boys play for us because we play a young side. But um, yeah, Kwanzaa and Joe Gomez in the back. Oh, Ali. Uh, no, you know what? Ali Watkins on that team, bro. Hell no, I'm good. Oh, he's. Hey man, I heard your smile when you said his name. You, he puts no fear in your heart. Hey man, Bruh, If you watched that last game, he almost is the reason they 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 would have got a draw because he cannot finish, bro. His first touch is fucking trash. All he can do is head the ball. He reminds me of the nigga on Everton, Calvin. What is his name? Calvin Lewis or whatever that washed up ass dude is. <laughs> Damn. Man. Look, look how he's trying to act like that's not his man's. Like he wasn't co-signing for Calvin Lewis a couple of weeks ago. It's still Before his he... neighbor. That's still his neighbor, man. That's oh, his brother. Mercy side. Hey man, relax, man. His era is over. <laughs> hey man. <laughs> I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it now. To continue on to maybe club strategy to rotate. Uh, do you think if you guys got uh, win against Manchester City, do you think he would have played maybe a stronger lineup, or do you think regardless, 
This is the Carabao Cup. Klopp always, you know. Oh, you talking about that United? If we would have won that board fest? Oh yeah, I'm excuse excuse me. I'm sorry. I said yeah. I forgot. I, it was so boring. I forgot who y'all played against. Yeah, we drew against both Manchester teams. This shit. Yeah. Exactly. Well, <laughs> but yeah, do you think if you guys beat United, Pep? I mean, it said Pep. See how lost I am. Club would have played a shot. But that's final. funny. You saying it right? Pep Linders is the coach in the cup, bro. Um, oh yeah, Club be on the <laughs> That brother be cooling. Go do the press conference. Go do it all. Um. I think regardless, we we plan we we let the young boys, we let the dudes that's not getting minutes um play in the cup until we get to the quarter. That's when he started bringing back Virgil. We already brought back um what's his name? We already brought back Allison. We just dealing with injuries, so they gotta rotate at this point. Because what is that? We play y'all on Saturday. That's a two day rest. So play your yeah. strongest team. Nah, this is the Carabelle Cup. Next year, what is it going to be called? Isn't that the last trophy you guys won? I mean, behave. Hey, bro, we did the domestic uh, trouble. What you mean? Uh, what Name it again. The Premier League wasn't involved with it, though. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, we won every cup. What you mean, though? Mm, all right. All right. It sounded like Thomas Tuchel. All right. Congrats. But of, oh. course, but, of course, hey, man, winning a trophy is always beautiful and important. My team is on the out of the five of us. My team is in the biggest drought of the last time we won a trophy. So let me relax, you know. And whenever I try to have fun, you know, these player haters led by Mr. Clay will tell me where my Champions League is. And forever moving forward, I'll say you guys know where it is. Barcelona paid for it in 2006. Okay. We know the truth. We know that illegal red card. We know they paid off allegedly Terry Henry because he's. See, yeah, hey, man, Marcus, I'm telling the truth, man. How can you be our captain and then you go to the ops and win a treble? Foolish. Hey, man, let me behave. Let me relax. Ephraim, how did you feel about that nil-nil draw against Liverpool? Uh, you guys were on the road. You know Anfield is the toughest place to play in England and arguably all of Europe. Did you feel satisfied with that result or do you think you guys left something on the table to get that three points? Uh, I mean, yeah, we may have had a little chance to get a goal out of it, but uh, overall, yes, I'm fine with the the mediocrity of a draw. Um, I think it's 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 perfectly fine. I think, especially at the last uh, two two matches at least at Anfield uh, was eleven nil um, aggregate. I think, <laughs> yeah, I'll take that. So um, we got a point. I think. Uh, you know, the tactics that were used, obviously, like parking the bus, sitting back, uh, basically just using your wingers for outlets and your uh, and your, your striker for it as outlets uh, for a counter. Um, I think that's it played well. It looked like it frustrated uh, Liverpool a little bit to be creative, uh, especially near the end. I think they I think they got a lot less creative as the match went on. They got a little frustrated, it seemed. But um yeah, man, on to uh, West Ham, which would be a, a a tough match this weekend. Um, as you noted, they're they're playing very well, um, and it, and it's in London. So, uh, yeah, man, I'm satisfied. Let's uh, go and try to get three points on the weekend. Now, this is a question for everyone because um, I'll go back to you, Ephraim, if you don't mind. Do you have a memory of a nil nil match that was still entertaining and exciting, regardless? Mm if no one scored because I can't seem to think of any, like 
the most famous draw I can think of, and I didn't watch it live, I had to see it later, you know, once I could get on my computer and start puting, is, you know, during 03, 04 season when Arsenal went undefeated, they played United, and they had that legendary nil-nil draw where Rude Van Nistelrooy skied the penalty and Martin yeah. Keon and everybody was yelling in his face, faking and then uh, Alex mm -hmm. Ferguson cried to the media and got like five of our players suspended and all type of crazy nonsense. A lot of fines just for yelling at Van Nistelrooy. But, you know, Alex Ferguson was the boss of England, so he could do whatever he wanted. But <laughs> that game was boring as hell, though, until that penalty missed. So, like, do you guys have any memorable nil-nil draws? I, I think... It's hard to remember. I'm sure there are. There have to be, right? There have to be some really good ones, really engaging, you know, a lot of shots on goal, a lot of like a lot of fouls, a lot of, you know, physical, uh, you know, or physicality is what the word I meant to use. At the same time, I think because it is a draw, it kind of it doesn't really stand out as much because there was no winner or loser in it, you know, uh, especially a scoreless draw. But because you don't remember, you don't remember anything like a goal or, uh, you know, yeah, you may be able to remember a couple tackles here and there, you know, or a red card or two or, you know, something like that if it was that kind of match. But if it isn't like a goal to kind of win the match or spectacular galazos from outside the box or something, you know, in a draw, you know, a nil-nil draw doesn't really stand out as much. So I think because of that, the fact that it is a draw is is one of the biggest reasons why you may not remember any, any really good ones. Yeah, that's a good point. And that's why the only thing I can recall is Ben Stilroy missing the penalty because that's was like the apex. But uh, Marcus, you guys have played some legendary, if you will, nil-nil draws, tactical matchups against Manchester City recently. Do you have any nil-nil draw that stands out to you? Or is it a, if it's no goals, I don't need to remember that. I'm actually trying to look it up, but I was about to say... <clears throat> We more so got one one draws that are more memorable, where you got like hella shots that people did near miss, a break where if this person didn't do a crazy ass tackle, but zero zero, only I'm no was one of those community shields with Chelsea zero zero that might have been, no, nah I I I got I got tag myself out on this one I I have to go with one one. <laughs> nice yeah i need to go at least anthony how are you man are you into remembering nil nil draws or are you like hey man no goals no memory usage or actually oh my bad go ahead <laughs> um it's exactly like you said no goals no memories dan I, I don't my brain doesn't register nil nils i was actually trying to think i was like dang was there one that we had but if we did draw or nil-nil draw as a city supporter, I probably was just looking looking straight and like, oh, at least we could still win the league. So I wouldn't I wouldn't remember. Sorry. Now everybody else can use that answer, but Cletus, as a card carrying member of the bus club, the brothers that invented sitting back and leaning back. You must have some nil-nil draws in your memory that are uh, legendary. I don't acknowledge those. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I like goals, you know, so if I'm not seeing goals. Or you support Chelsea. You became a Chelsea fan under Jose Mourinho. Yeah, still. I need goals. 
Nah, you can't say that, man. Yeah, you only conceded 15 goals. Y'all score one goal and would sit back and then just counterattack with Lampard and Drunk. But I remember it was dangerous. Yeah, at least we scored though. <laughs> yeah, y'all did score goals. Hey. So no, so nil-nil don't register in our in our databases. All right, that's good to know, man. We're champagne soccer. We like luxury, man. And no goals is not luxury. So it fits the brand. But uh, Cletus, let me go back to you, man, because Harry Kane is not a nil-nil guy. You can expect him to drop or contribute to a goal through his playmaking distribution. So far in 14 starts in the Bundesliga, he has 20 goals, which is an incredible return. If you guys recall, a couple years ago, Robert Lewandowski broke Goodmuller's record for most goals in a single-season Bundesliga season with 41. Cletus, do you think Harry Kane can surpass Louis' record? Um, I think he might get close to it. I don't think he's going to surpass it. Um, I feel like, especially after the second half, going into the second half of the season, he's going to need to score more goals and be more consistent. Um, because we've seen games where Levy has probably scored, three, you know, a hat trick back-to-back games, and Kane is doing the same thing. Um, I still feel like Levy offered more in his play um, in that season when he scored 41 goals. But um, it'll be interesting to see. And I also feel like if it does happen, um, it's going to cause issues because I feel like people are going to be like, oh, well, we never needed Lewandowski. Kane has just already done it. And I feel like it's going to be a disrespect to Levy's legacy at Bayern Munich. And, you know, I actually do want to preserve that for the time being. Wait, quick question. You think one season of Harry Kane being spectacular is going to really damage Lewandowski's yes. career? Really? This is soccer. This is soccer. I get it, but I don't, I, I don't want to damage his... This is the reason why I'll say it, because first of all, Cletus, Cletus capped when he said Louis did more for contributions because that season uh, Lewandowski had seven assists. Harry Kane already has five. Okay. So he's going to crush that. He's already, he's a thousand times a better playmaker than Lewandowski. Now, if I can score the goals based on this pace, if he plays the same way, another 14 games, he'll have 40 goals in 28 matches. I believe that season Lewandowski only played, which that's what makes it even crazier that and the year Louis scored 41 goals in the league, he didn't play in all 34 matches. He played in 29. So theoretically, if I'm Harry Kane in one year, I crush your striker's goals and I get more assists than him in one season, then hell yeah, nigga. <laughs> Y'all was wasting time with Louis. Y'all should have got an all-around striker maybe. That's what maybe some fans will feel like. But yeah, I mean, y'all want to trouble with Louis. So, I mean... He's a Bayern legend for sure. But yeah, people will look at him cloudy. Like you left Barcelona to be an all-around player and you're not doing that. You burnt out already after one year. So yeah, people will look at Louis funny, I think. But I don't think it's a fair to, legacy. Right, and that's what I'm saying. Like fair to critique like current stuff because obviously we know sports. We all watch sports. You know, it's all about what you've done for me lately in, pre- in pretty much every sport. So I get that. At the same time, I, I just think it's it's – uh, yeah, I just don't see it like as far as like wrecking his like legacy. He was there from 2014, I think, until last year, or at least season before last. I mean, yeah, from 20, that's a long from time. And a lot of goals season, he scored. Yeah, the 2022. Yep. Yeah. 
and so I so I, I just like push back just slightly about the you know I don't think it'll it'll damage his legacy or make him forgotten. Yeah, just maybe criticize him a little bit about like maybe he could have done more in this situation, but he won when he was there too. So yeah, for sure. And I don't even think it's criticism criticizing Lewandowski. I just think it just shows how much better Harry Kane is than Lewandowski. That's all. You hey, Dan, I kind of got a I got an argument to that that try to go with Clay. I think it's more of a representation of who was in a prime when that team was good. Gnabry, Kingsley, what do they do best? They feed, they give you assists. They were putting it in to Louis. Who is the who's the who is the threat now? It's Lee Leroy. And what Leroy do? Score goals for real, for real. So like I think it's just like different personnel that kind of more so fits Kane. Then as opposed as like right now for what Kane provides and kind of like what Dan shows, like he more is, I guess, an all-around guy because he's dropping deep as opposed to Louis was in that box. Whenever you needed him to be in that box, he was always there. Sometimes we watch that team and Kane is trying his hardest to get his ass back into that box. So it's just different assets, but I don't think his tar- uh, his legacy would be tarnished. Anthony, who do you view as the better striker? Not just today but uh you know your preference of what you would like a striker to be who would you rather have harry kane at his peak or robert Lewandowski at his peak yeah i would go with kane man i like uh his playmaking abilities um that i guess unleashed the past like three years three four years when he was there's some highlights of him dropping back you know towards like the back line and and working the ball up you know, off some playmaker stuff. Him and Son had some nice combos, mm-hmm. um, like recently in the past, like two years at Tottenham. So I would take Kane at his peak, and he would do what he's doing now at Bayern. Um, that's why Pep was trying to get him. Um, yeah. Tottenham wouldn't let him. Uh, so I, I would definitely pick Kane. I like his. I like the playmaking side of his goal scoring because he can get goals to goals as well, like goal goals. But his playmaking and vision. It's it's beautiful. Yeah, let me be perfectly clear too. I'm taking Kane over Lewandowski any day as well because of that. Because exactly what Anthony said. Because there was a rumor he was going to come to United for a second. So I mean, <laughs> absolutely, I'll take Harry Kane because he can do everything. Like you can play him as a number ten if you really wanted to. So, um, yeah, man. I'm I'm. So let me be perfectly clear about that. But yeah, to Marcus's point, it's just different people play different styles and different are going to be in different places and do different things. Lewandowski, you'll never ask him to drop into the midfield and try to play passes and link up play that way. That's just not his his style. You know, just like we talk about Holland all the time. Maybe he will develop that, but right now that's not his style. He's he's in the box and score goals. And so Marcus, who would you prefer if you're building a team? Peak I'm Louis a, or Peak Kane? I'm a different type of dude. I'm out here like with uh, what's what's my squad? La Liga, Gerona. Ger- Gerona. I'm out here like Gerona with two tens, okay? And they're feeding prime Louis. I think y'all forgot how lethal and how efficient his heading was at one. At like the year he broke that damn record. Bro was on, was on one. So like, think about it. He was, I mean, no, I'm not going to say that. But yeah, I'll, I'll pick Louis over, um, prime Louis over Kane. Because Prime Kane is is not a passer. Prime Kane is a poacher. 
So are you saying you, you want prom cane or you want no hamstring cane? I kind of think that that's the greatness of Harry Kane. He has different primes. <laughs> he has primes when he was the assassin striker, only scoring goals. Then he has the prime when he increased his work rate and was a pressing demon, winning the ball back, starting counterattacks. Then, like Anthony mentioned, the last two, three years, he adapted his game because, you know, and part of it, because they had no number 10, Deli Ali's career deleted itself. So Harry Kane had to take on more playmaking responsibilities. And he's a guy that led the league in, in goals three times in the Premier League. And then he's able to become a distributor to help his teammate son lead the league in goals. So that's why I'm, I prefer uh, I prefer Harry Kane because at 23, 24, he's scoring 29, 30 game, 29, 30 goals, only five and two assists in those seasons. And then five years later, I'm getting 23 goals, 14 assists, 17 goals, 19 assists. Then sun falls off, and then, hey, I'll go back. I can do it. 30 goals and only three assists. Now I'm in the Bundesliga. You know that league is a walkthrough, so I'm about to smash everything. But, uh, Claytis, who do you prefer, Prime Kane or Prime Louis? Yeah, I need my strikers to be in the box scoring goals, so I'm definitely going to Levy. No questions about it. That's And that's why I believe that's the beauty of Harry Kane. He can play, he can play in the box, and he can play make. And he can play in the front too. And he like that's why I think he's better because everything Louis does, Harry Kane can do. Everything Harry Kane does, Louis can't do because that's why he went to Barcelona. He literally went to Barcelona to show that I can play like Harry Kane, and he's dead after one year. And now they're trying to get rid of that boy and sub to the Saudi League. So hey man, that was a good convo. But uh shout out to Harry Kane, shout out to Louis. At least you did win the La Liga last year and you led the league in goals over there. So at least you showed you could be good outside of Germany for one year at least. Uh, moving forward, let's talk about the Champions League, guys. They put out the round of 16 draw. As usual, there's always controversy. Most City in Copenhagen. Yeah, exactly. Most notably, City always gets the easiest matchup. But, hey, it's not their fault Copenhagen caused the big upset in advance. So, hey, you can only play who's there. And if you cook it, you got to look straight. So, Copenhagen is against Manchester City. We all think Man City will win, right? I mean, yeah, come on. All right. Leipzig, Real Madrid. Do we all think Real Madrid will win? No, because, nah, I don't actually. Yeah, I'm with I'm with, I'm with you, Clay. I, I'm I'm yeah, I'm I'm a little skeptical on that one. My nigga, I heard they only they about to have at playing center back. What the fuck going on? Yeah, David Alaba Torres ACL, Eder Miltal Torres ACL, and of course Thibaut Courtois Torres ACL. So you're missing three pivotal starters in your back five. Uh so yeah, they said that in this in January they're looking for a defender. So I can understand why. You're looking at Leipzig, and then Jude Bellingham is still dealing with his shoulder injury, but he's playing through it, still scoring. So, Anthony, are you feeling uh, Leipzig upset potential, or are you still going with Madrid? I'm going with the upset, man. My ops, they're falling in this round, and and, and I'm going to love it. Or my Champions League ops, they're done for. That's it. <laughs> yeah. 
put too much injuries, man. Yeah, put <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't believe in Leipzig. I still think Real Madrid will beat them. So yeah, shout out to them. You know, they always around the Champions League third, fourth place. They've, you know, challenged for the Bundesliga a couple of years ago, but I don't I like Luis Openda. He's been balling out of control. Xavi Simons had a hot start. It's cooled down a little bit. So they have the ability, they have the talent, but I I still believe in Real Madrid. Especially because I feel like this style of play, the fast pace that bond the Bundesliga teams like to play, that's perfect for out Real Madrid. They counter teams to death. And of course, they will have uh Vinicius Jr. back, Camavinga's coming back. They have people coming back too, so they'll be ready by February, I believe. I understand why you feel like that, because the homie with the dress on Leipzig. That's a defender. That, again, boy, that boy is a liability, man. Well, he gets cooked every game. Yeah, hey, man. <laughs> he does, man. He does, man. <laughs> so that transition play from Madrid, if they got Vinny back, if they can get Cal Mavinga back, I guess it Rodrigo's probably would has been balling out of control, too, by the way. What's that? The Broham dude can pass. I ain't seen him get no goal, but I seen him pass. So Raheem Diaz, I think, yeah, he scored this weekend. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, when I was watching it earlier, I I I got kind of bored with that shit. But um, because they they the team they were going against wasn't that good. But yeah, yeah, Leipzig, it's it, miracle gonna have to happen. Uh, Xavi gonna have to just like take over. Yeah, they need to boss the midfield, and that's where it gets shaky. Can you boss a midfield when the other team has Camavinga, Tushimeni, Jude Bellingham? I don't know. The ghost of Tony Cruz and Luka Modric. Well, we'll you know, see. AT going to be at center back, man. <laughs> who knows? That's the thing. Who knows who Real Madrid will sign in January? They might get one of those wonder kids like Diamande from Sporting Lisbon. You never know what they'll do. So we got to look out for that. But uh, another matchup, PSG versus Real Sociedad. PSG is funky. I mean, they, they stink. They have no chemistry. But do you think that they will get upset in the round of 16? Or is it just walk through for the quarterfinals? What position is the team they go on against in the league? So that, what are they? Well, you know, I, I like to think that League standings doesn't do anything in the Champions League because I've seen Chelsea be sixth in the league and win the Champions Leagues. But Real Sociedad is sixth place right now, currently in uh, La Liga. They're five points back from fourth place. Oh, no, no, no. PSG, dysfunctional PSG. They're going to get them out the way. Even if, even if in January, homie signed that deal, they'll still get them out the way. <laughs> Ephraim, you agree? It's PSG through with no problem. They might get a little scared, but I think they're gonna they're gonna get through. I think like Real Sociedad may like win one nil at home, but yeah, I think they're gonna get through. Cletus, I know you're waiting for that PSG downfall, so maybe you guys can get Mbappe because you guys could have had him when he was a kid, but fumbled the bag. You believing in the upset, or are you going with PSG? Yeah, I expect PSG to win this. Um, I, I'm hoping there's not too much of an issue for them to go next round, but we'll see, man. How about you, Anthony? Liga upset or nine? 
this is another giant falling, but it's not really a giant because PSG falls a lot. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say it's gonna happen today or this uh this tie. I kind of I'm kind of leaning towards that way as well, Anthony. I'm not gonna lie to you. I think this matchup because uh Lucho, aka you know Luis Enrique, he always is experimenting with lineups. They've had injury issues recently. Nuno Mendes trying to give Hakimi some rest. They had a back five with Kenyon Lee and Wayne Zaire Emery on the weekend. That joint was disgusting. And uh, they had a, that match ended up being one, one by the way, against Lil. And yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to look at the last convincing one they've had. Maybe it was like <laughs> November. Oh, my bad. December 3rd against La Harvey. man, I think I might go with Sociedad. And I like the way Kubo and, uh, I'm sorry how to say your name. Uh, Mikel Oyazabel. I like their combination. I like uh, Mikel Marino in midfield. I also like the young Nigerian homie Omar Sadiq. He's a physical striker. Martin Zubamendi, he's been a midfielder that like Barcelona, Arsenal has been looking at. I think they have the talent and they have the chemistry to cause an upset. So I'll go with them there. Uh, Bayern versus Lazio. We all rolling with Bayern, right? Yeah, man. Lazio is eleventh in the league, and and I I know you say don't. Yeah, like I'm I'm going with Marcus on league position on this one. <laughs> well, that's too far back. Eleventh, <laughs> bro. Come on, man. It's only December, man. Hey, man. It's a long way until this season ends. So yeah, I hear you though. How far back are they from uh from European from a European's place? Let's see. Uh, Seven points. Yeah, yeah, it's not that bad. Not the worst, but... Mm. <laughs> Bruh, I'm going to just get mine out of the way. Thomas, don't fuck this up. <laughs> right? I was thinking, go. oh, Tuku, oh, man. I, didn't, I You know, when you said Thomas, I was thinking, hey, what did Mueller do? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, Tuchel, just be ready. Just be ready, fellas. Oh, man, what's that? Yeah, I'm... That sounded like that band, I almost wanted to let that breathe. He sounded like Jay Prince over there. Hey. That boy, that boy's finito. Okay. Where we're five points, what is it, four or five? Four or five points off the first place. Playing basic football. No real creativity. Beefing with players. All right, but Whoa, man! You just helped. You just helped out my case even more. Imagine if Harry Kane had a real coach. He would have. He might have fifty goals right now. He got twenty in this around team. Hey, Anthony, you see an upset or is it the uh, Mia San Mia all the way? FC Hollywood's moving through, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got we got tickets to sell. We got we got shows to promote. You know, I'm an ambassador, so we moving on. Ooh. Right until probably a city Bayern semifinal, which which I could see, you know. <laughs> All right, the next matchup. I think this is the biggest toss-up. PSV Eidenhoven versus Dortmund. How are you guys leaning in that one? I'm going to go PSV. This is where Dortmund start to crumble when you know pressure gets a little bit bigger on them. Um, yeah, I can see them uh, fumbling the bag. 
And yeah, if you guys care about league table standings, PSV is 10 points clear in the River DC. They're going to win the league. <laughs> Last year, they were second, but they, they play a very entertaining style of football. They've been knocking at the door of the Dutch league, but it looks like this year they'll win it. How do you guys are? Let me go with you, Ephraim. Do you think a PSV can win or Dortmund? Just through the class and playing in a better league, they should go through. Dortmund is a little too uh, up and down for me, so I think yeah, PSV might have to like seize this one. Uh, th I think Dortmund just drew today, if I'm not mistaken, in the match. Um, so yeah, they're they're really up and down. I I don't know where they're going. You know, I don't know if how how solid they seem. So yeah, PSV upset, I guess. If the if it is an upset. Marcus, you have a vested interest in PSV. They got Sergino Dest, Ricardo Pepe, and Malik Tillman, man. You must go with PSV over Dortmund, right? Or is it still you rolling whoa, with... Whoa, 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 yeah, whoa, whoa, are you still whoa. rolling with Rania? Rania is that propaganda. Uh, bro, you just you just said Chucky was my... Bro, Chucky's the ops. Oh, man, I'm... You know I'm rock with. Yeah, I'm geeked. I'm geeked. Yeah, Malik Tillman, Ricardo Pepe, Sergio Dest. But Chucky Lozano, he's the hood hero, man. Respect. Bro, he need, I don't think he can um tick like that right now. Because <laughs> I think Pepe was getting a tick from what I seen. Luke Dion, Bakayo. Yeah, I'm fucking with PSV. Yeah, Bakayoko, yeah, Johan, he's yeah. been balling. Yeah, I fuck with that squad. Um, They don't want me some bread. So, yeah, and <laughs> I'm done with Dortmund after the day. Like, I was watching that. That, that defense is geeked, bro. I'm tired of seeing Emir out there. Like, what the fuck is this? It's over with. No, it's over with, man. PSV getting them up out the way. Go home early. <laughs> all right, all right. And the interesting thing is um, I'm looking at their stats in the league. Their leading score is Luke Dion. I got to salute him. Then we have Gus Till. He has, been, he has been playing well. He has seven goals and three assists in the league. Then Chucky Lozano, five goals, two assists. So I'm looking for your boy, Ricardo Pepe. The brother has zero starts in the league, okay? Ultimate super sub, but he has four goals. Hey, but he got four goals, okay? Yeah, I'm looking, I'm like, four? hey, I'm looking, none of them, so, hey, man, oh, oh. But that might be his, that's his role. Ooh. I thought Tillman not getting no starts. Uh, they talking about they want to uh, get him on now five starts yeah five yeah starts. twelve yeah he's, he's a sub he's a sub Des is the only nigga that's a real starter the only <laughs> American and he's Dutch anyway <laughs> double agent sick guy <laughs> oh man all right moving hey he, they keep making I'm about to say hold on they keep nah, making uh think. specials about him being they keep making specials in these interviews about him being Dutch and his Dutch history bro it's over with you own the u.s and you don't know how to ha handle your anger hey man <laughs> he's dutch man ask him what's his default language man or ask him why he's in the netherlands right now just come to the mls if you're that much of an american go to enter miami you're not a designated player you're an american right <laughs> we don't know how them rules go we don't know how them rules <laughs> oh man the next matchup, Inter Milan versus Atletico Madrid. This is the, <laughs> the counter-attack showdown, the back five showdown. Diego Simeone, this is basically his derby. 
He is an Atletico Madrid legend as a player and a coach, and he used to also play for Inter Milan. You know, Argentinians and Italians, they familiar. So uh, where are y'all going? I, I'm going with Inter Milan. They've been on fire. I think they'll, they have the class to see it through. Clay, this who you rolling with? My friend, my dream went in and out when you was talking. Oh, my bad. I was saying that I got Inter Milan advancing. I think the form that they have, especially the front two with Lataro Martinez and Marcus Taram has been incredible. I think they have enough talent to beat Atletico. Yeah, that, that one's going to be interesting because I will say it started the season. Atletico has been more attacking. Um, They've been playing, you know, better football instead of the Haram football that they're used to. But enter with Lataro and, and um my boy Marcus up top. Yeah, like you said, they formed like a really great partnership. So, um, and plus they've been informed this season. So I think they may edge it just, you know, just a little bit. But I don't I don't rule Atletico out, you know, making it to the next round. Yeah, me neither. They will be a tough out. Uh Ephraim, who are you rolling with? I'm going with I'm going with Atletico as well. I think I think it's gonna be an exciting kind of entertainment. You mean Inter? Uh, huh? Oh, see, I meant to say Atletico. I'm going oh, with okay, Atletico. Okay. My fault. Um, yeah, I think they're going to be. Uh, um, I don't know. I, I have a feeling it's going to be like an open kind of game. I'm not saying they're going to be a lot of goals scored, but it could be a little like an open type of game, uh, both both legs. And so, but I think Atletico will uh, kind of will pull it out at the end. So, yeah, if you care about league form, Inter Milan is first place. Atletico Madrid is third place, and they already out the title race. Uh, Anthony, who you rolling with? I'm going to go with uh, Inter, but, man, the first the first match may be nil-nil. The second joint may end nil-nil until pen- penalties. Just to – this is about to be crazy. Oh, my this joint, This joint is nasty. <laughs> But it is going to be exciting, because but it's going to be zero zero. But that's I, crazy. It's full circle, Anthony. Excited nil nilers. Yeah. Hey man, way to connect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, all right. Um, next matchup: Porto versus Arsenal. Hey man. Hey, I'm nervous, guys. <laughs> I'm shook. Okay. Porto, it's almost like poetic justice. 20 years ago, a lot of people believed Arsenal choked when we were upset by Chelsea in the Champions League, and that's the year that Arsenal should have gotten it. Of course, Porto defeated Monaco in the Champions League that year. Jose Mourinho called himself the special one, and then Arsenal died after that. (laughs) Chelsea became the team of London. So... You know, in the time machine, if I could go back in time, I would make us win the uh, Champions League so we could delete Jose Mourinho. He's still, you, did you guys see him recently? My man, you know, he's linking up with all these podcasters because Mourinho's losing in Roma. He bored. He's working on his broadcasting career. He's still, he's still killing us. They asked him about the PL title race. He said uh, City has a 51% chance. Liverpool has a 49% chance. They said, what about Arsenal? He he hit those boys with the ugly face. Like, what? You think Arsenal going to win something? Say, so, hey, man. They, hey, man. I'm shook. Hey, Porto, Porto might beat us, man. I ain't going to lie. 
Anthony, what you got, man? Hey, man, I don't know about y'all. You going back in time using the Infinity Stones to delete Mourinho, man. You know, you know, I'm a fan of his, but uh, I'm gonna have to go with Arsenal, man. You know, I think I think they can they can hold off. They'll take pride in what they're doing this season, in both Premier League and now Champions League. So I think they'll they'll move on, man. This is this is for people like you, so they y'all can start having faith, man. And the title race of the Portuguese league, just to let y'all know, right now Porto is third place, but they're only three points behind first place. And uh, I think the reason why I'm nervous about Porto, guys, is because they have the talent that I think can rattle Arsenal. You know, we have brothers that are very sensitive. They can short circuit. They have Pepe, who for some reason at 40 is defending better than he was 10 years ago. Medi Taremi, he's a dangerous striker. I also like their goalkeeper, Diego Costa. And I'm nervous about this one brother in midfield, Nico Gonzalez. He's been dictating things very well. So yeah, I think nah, never mind, man. Arsenal gonna win it, damn it. I'm I, I gotta I gotta put my chest out. We're gonna win, man. They have talent. We in a title race too. We need to act like it, man. Arsenal, we're gonna win, man. Cletus, who you rolling with? I mean, you're not playing Byron, so you know you shouldn't be spooked. Y- y'all, y'all might have to get ugly a little bit, but I can see y'all going through next round. Yeah, that's the thing too, uh, Claytis. You're right. We're not playing the boogeyman Byron Munchen. <laughs> they deleted us from the Champions League with that 10-2 embarrassment on aggregate a few years ago. Um, and we are more of a we don't play sexy football under Arteta. We play Haram football. So, yeah, maybe we are good for this. Ephraim, how do you feel about this matchup? Short, simple, easy. You guys are going through. Y'all going to beat Porto. All right. Marcus, upset special, or are you believing in the Gunners? He already took Lewis Diaz. What do you have to fear? <laughs> hey, man, Taremi, man. Taremi, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Y'all got this star boy. Y'all got he has been the Brazilian, fire. the Brazilian with no sauce that's finding goals. Yeah, he's been dribbling. Hey, man, I looked up this stat. I couldn't believe it when I watched the game on the weekend. I and I looked up the stats to see if I, my eyes were deceiving me. Hey, man, Saka and Martinelli have been dancing more ever since. Ever since Arteta told them to play more direct and stop playing that city winger possession shit they've been going crazy martinelli he's been dancing more so i am excited i mean bro he looked like he glitched he doing a fifa glitch right he just be chopping his feet and then moving it works. Left and right it we does. were killing brighton on the weekend shout out to saka hey man i think he put james milner on injury reserve i think he's i don't he's not hurt but mentally he's hurt he killed that old man that was abuse why, hey man? Why does that's why he had to get that card? That's why he had to get, he had to get his back. <laughs> yeah, he did take him out. He did. <laughs> oh man! All right, and the last round of sixteen matchup: Napoli Barcelona. I think this is the most exciting in terms of star power. Even though both teams are not like they were last year, they're the reigning league champions in their respective countries. You have Oshiman, who, hey, man, I'll just say it now. That nigga had my champagne move of the week. Hey, man, 
that dribbling and that assist, beautiful. People have been questioning his style of play, but hey, I like seeing stuff like that. Making magic happen out of nothing. But uh Ephraim, who are you going with? Barca or Napoli? Oof. I don't know. Barca's going through a lot right now. Uh I might think I, th I think Napoli's gonna pull off the upset. If the if that's a considered upset too. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with Napoli. I hear you and Gavi is injured, and hey, man. <laughs> they think about selling some players in January. Yeah, they need an article about that. They need a refund check. They need that FIFA refund check to try to get a someone on loan, man. <laughs> hey, they about to go to they about to go to Dallas and play a friendly because they need some money because they ain't got no money. So I mean, it's I don't bad. trust them. It's bad. It's like they do this every year. Now I remember when City went over there to play that weird ass. Friendly in the middle when the league season just started. I mean, they got illegal moves going on. But uh, Anthony, you're one of Barcelona's biggest ops. Are you feeling an upset on the horizon? Man, it's not even an upset. Napoli, 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 man. Oceanman may have a hat trick. My man on smoke now. Yeah, hey. Napoli may even pay Spotify to make Barcelona wear Napoli's crest on their jerseys hey, for the sure. second match. That's how. <laughs> come on, come on, and they're prostitutes. They they'll have to take the money too. Yeah, they will have to take the money. They can't say. Hey, nothing. hey, 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 hey. I was I was incorrect e in the chat earlier, but we don't use those terms, prostitutes. Okay, the correct term is workers. Oh yeah, you're right. Oh, it is. Yeah, we gotta we have to class it up. You're right. Yeah, yeah. He, he, they are workers. They work with the work. They're workers. Yeah. Even if there's okay. no work, they try to stretch the work and create work. You're right. That's why you know how crazy it is, guys. Guys, Joan Laporte had to save, man. I remember the last time we had no bread. It was like 2003. We had to get Edgar Davids on loan. I was like, hey, man, he remembers what it was like to be broke because it just happened to these guys, man. So they are workers. Marcus upset special with Napoli or can Xavi advance? Because y'all know he struggles in the Champions League too. I don't believe in this version of Napoli. Is Oshiman gonna get sold in January? Nah, nah. To Arsenal? Nah, they're gonna sell him in the summer where they can maximize that profit. And you know, Oshiman is gonna go to Afcon in January, so. You're not going to buy a player when he's about to be at AFCON, I don't think. If he's at AFCON, I do not believe in that. Thank you for that. No, we put in bread on Barca. If y'all call that upset, we'll take it because Chappie going to figure it out. Louis going to come back. Cletus, Barcelona's out of here or not? Uh, you know, I don't care about those people, man. They're already broke. Send them home. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm with you, man. I I'm going with Napoli. Unless Lewandowski can find form, I don't think they have enough striking options. Rafinha, that brother is confused. Ferran Torres is hit or miss. Yeah, their front line is shaky. Maybe this young brother they about to get from Atletico Parnisse. We talked about him last week, Vitor Roque. Maybe he can give them some scoring bump, but I don't know if that that pressure will be ready to just jump from Brazil to the Champions League as a teenager and he's going to perform. So, yeah, I'll go with uh, Napoli on that. 
And yeah, that's the round of 16, man. Fun, fun. A lot of action going on starting February 13th. So be on the lookout for that. And uh, Marcus, you talked about rule changes earlier when we were mentioning uh, our boy <laughs> Sergino Destin. Maybe is he a designated player or not? Even though the MLS season is over, there's still things going on. So we have a special MLS Minute discussing some of these new rules for the 2024 season. Uh, Marcus, can you educate the people about some of the decisions they've decided to add to the MLS? quick little brief little MLS minute more of a discussion this week. We got three major rule changes. We got VAR decisions will be announced in stadium by the referees. So I guess they're trying to mimic the Premier League by trying to like make the audio available to people that's watching the game. They still haven't done that yet for the Premier League, but we'll see how that goes. Any player needing medical treatment will be required to stay off the pitch for two minutes now. Um, and the last one is players being sub will have to wait just 10 seconds to get off the they only got 10 seconds to get off the field. You can't clap it off, or you're gonna get a card. So yeah, I I guess how do you guys feel about those rules? And this might be a project to see if it comes to the Premier League and the league and other leagues that we watch. That's true because there was an article on the athletic recently and it talked about how American soccer tries different things earlier than the rest of the world. And they gave examples like substitutions, different things like that. So yeah, America might be on the forefront of setting another trend. Um, I like that VAR decision. I like how they say, you know, hurry up to speed up the game, clap it up, be a fast clap. You don't got a slow walk. Like you about to go get an award at the Oscars. Hurry up. And then, that two minute, that two minute waiting thing, that's interesting because that can that get, a lot of goals can be created because a brother had to wait and a team has a man advantage. I think that's the most interesting one that could cause some controversy potentially. But I like all the changes. Eve, what you feel about it? Yeah, I like the I definitely like the 10 second one because I think we've all kind of complained about these especially in the Premier League since we watch it so much about, you know, 10 minutes added on. And it's like, where the hell did that 10 minutes come from? Um, you know, so I, I like the, I like the, the speeding up, you know, the process of getting off the, the, the match. I mean, excuse me, the pitch, um, the two, yeah, I'm kind of with you with Dan on the two minute thing. I, I'm a little confused about that one. Um, I, maybe if it was like a head injury, I can understand that to do more, like maybe a more thorough examination, you know, for, for concussion or something. But uh, if it's like any kind of if you if you're talking about just any kind of injury, I, and I'll be honest, I got to read up more on on like how, you know, the details of these rules. But yeah, that may be the only one I'm really confused about. But yeah, I like to see how this is implemented. And then yeah, you're right; it's probably going to come across the pond here in uh, the next season. So for sure. Now, Anthony, do you think DC United can get some uh, 
Hot victories with this two-minute joint. <laughs> Quick mad dashes. Or do you think not? Do you think we're overstating that maybe it won't be as impactful as we think? Hey, them DC United not about to make no use out of that new rule. Um, if anything, it may, it may, uh, it's definitely gonna hurt them. And I feel like that two minute rule has another, another like cause because uh, you know how some players be be faking it, but then they fake it enough that they. That they, you know, what I'm saying like, oh, get get the trainer to come out, then they look go look straight, yada yada yada. It's like, all right, yeah, we got to get the trainers out and have you go on the sideline for a little bit. Just know you're costing your team two minutes, and so I think that's a another way to speed up the game as well. So it's like minimizing, um, I guess, excessive uh, fugazi injuries. And so, so that's pretty cool. And like y'all said, some of these rules may make it over the pond and and the MLS is just a test bed. So that's cool to see too. Um, the 10 seconds, yeah, get, get off the field, man. You played your game, get the fuck off. That's all. <laughs> that's a good point, Anthony. A lot of brothers will stop faking injuries because they know if we off two minutes, we can hurt our team. So that's a great point. A lot of brothers will stop faking the funk. And think about it. What if the ref, that's on the field is the one that's dictating the two minutes. Okay. Mm-hmm. When you get the Mike Deans of the world, Baby. you're fucked. <laughs> oh, that, that will be interesting. Claytis, you feeling this, man? Because you hey, you're the most frequent MLS viewer out of the well, now nah, you and Marcus go bar for bar. I think Marcus beats you. But uh I mean, how are you feeling about this. I mean I don't really care because, you know, the game, they're just trying to incorporate new rules just to make it more boring than it is. Um, I could care less at this point, to be honest. Hey, man, hey, you can't you can't do that, Claytis. Come on, man. You can't. I mean, bro, you got <laughs> every year they're trying to give me a new rule that I got to follow, got to learn about. But the players aren't good enough. And you want oh. me to, to to be worried about rules and not players? Claytis, you need to look at life like ballers. You remember that TV show, The Rock, where he was an agent, then he just became an owner? That's yeah. what you got to maneuver like, Claytis. You can own the MLS team fast. Your Gotti can do it. Why can't you? Bring the class to America. Be the change you want to see, boss. You can do it. I know, but I'll just be, I'll be too stressed out. It'll be crazy. Yeah, be a man. I'd like to see Claytis as a future owner of a team, man. Because I want to see how you would operate your squad, man. I think it would be cool to see, man. I'm going to put them niggas to work. <laughs> My man's with Kessie Udoka, Dan. You know that. Hey, Judge. <laughs> Claytis okay. has more class than that. He's not going down for messing with workers, okay? Yeah. <laughs> He's a man of integrity. And I'm don't get on me alone. Discreet. What's wrong with you, email Doka? He might AE him. That? <laughs> yeah, I'm too discreet for that. Yeah, man. Speaking of brothers making sick mistakes, you know, Calvin Phillips is looking at the front door. Manchester City was ecstatic by Euro 2020 and how Calvin Phillips bossed that midfield, helped England to make a final. They thought that work rate would be a nice compliment to Fernandinho, or yeah, Fernandinho fading out, bringing competition for Rodri. Obviously, it didn't work out and it looks like he'll be sold 
on January. And I wanted to ask the fellas, starting with Anthony, since Calvin Phillips is his property, is Calvin Phillips the biggest bust that you've seen at Manchester City, or do you have someone else that comes to mind? Malaga. Mangala or whatever. That's another name of a city that didn't do nothing. Uh, this is the biggest one that comes to mind that I'm aware of. Um, yeah, I would say that. Ferran Torres, I'm disappointed in him. I wouldn't call him a bust because he, he skedaddled. Yeah, he and, did uh, fast. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Eric Garcia. I wouldn't call him a flop, but. Yeah, he went home. Know, he he left. He couldn't handle it. He's an academy. Uh, he's a fake academy kid for you guys. So that'll yeah, couldn't handle, yeah, yeah, yeah. Couldn't handle it. So Calvin Phillips has to be the biggest flop because he was he was brought in to be Rodri's backup, and my man Rodri can't miss a game, man. Goodness gracious. And he's been so, telling us he wants to sit down. Yeah, <laughs> man. He's crying for help, man. He wishes he had somebody pushing for his spot. He wished Doku could play. Like he was like, man, he, like. What's going on with the winger position? Like he's like, man, I wish I had somebody here work for my spot. Like it's crazy, but you know. So I'm gonna have to say, yeah, Calvin Phillips, man. Yeah, it has to but... be him. They got a middle schooler started next to Rodri. It's funny to see six three Rodri next to five seven Rico Lewis. I'm like, hey man, Calvin Phillips, yeah. you can't breed out a preschooler. All right, Mindy, Malanga. Bonnie. No, your club. Who's the biggest bust for Liverpool? <laughs> Everybody break down their club. This ain't a city. Oh, this ain't a city ready. breakdown. They're the kings. Come, come back to me then. <laughs> he needs to think y'all got a lot of bu busters. Hey man, I know I know my hey, answer. Hey, 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 yeah, we might we might need to table this for another episode because we, we might have a long list. Go ahead, think about it. I'll hey, I know my answer already. Everybody thinks I'm gonna say Cletus's clone, Nicholas Pepe. Because he was the highest, uh, the most expensive transfer when we got him. But I look at it like a lot of that was the media trying to, you know, Arsenal, we're the jokes of England. Everybody likes to bully us. We've always been the designer team that plays sexy football and doesn't win the biggest prizes. So we're the jokes. Everybody likes laughing at us. But Anthony is way worse than him. Sancho is way worse than him. The only thing, the bad thing that happened to Nicolas Pepe is the rise of Bukayo Saka. Once we have that brother, a kid that was from our academy that's better than our record transfer, that made it look terrible. But hey, Saka is now potentially a world-class player. So I look at it like it was just a bad matchup. And then especially when you remember that Unai Emery didn't even want him. The club forced it because they said we need a left-foot attacker. So my answer for the worst Arsenal transfer ever is Alexander Lacazette. Oh, my God. First, we weren't even supposed to get him. He was going to Atletico Madrid, but they got a transfer ban, so we ended up getting him sloppy seconds. First of all, that's never good. Never be somebody sloppy seconds when you know you're a king, okay? That's for everybody out there. Secondly, because Alexander Lacazette was so bad, Arsene Wenger, his career got deleted, okay? And because he was so bad, we had to sign Lacazette in January. Imagine buying a striker for $50 million and the boy is huffed, so we have to buy another striker six months later for $60 million. And then the greatest figure in our club's history, his legacy gets tarnished because of you. 
and then you go back to France and you in you're in a scoring race with Kylian Mbappe. That's why the French league is a joke. Speaking of the French league is a joke. You know who's leading Liga in assists right now? Uber Eats. Is it Alexis? Oh no, no, but you're close. It's it's a bombing. You see how nasty it is? Why is the bombing leading France in assists? Oh my god. Anywho, like I said, you're the, definitely the worst transfer in Arsenal's history. I'm sorry, man. Even hey, I'm gonna just go with two for um Klopp era, Arthur Mello, Loris Carius. Shit, fuck it. I'll go with three. Nabby. Oh yeah, that's yeah. the answer for real. Cause Arthur was alone, Carius and but yeah, that's the boy. Everybody Nabby lad. Yeah, everybody thought that brother was the chosen one. And you can put Tiago out there too for just going to Liverpool to retire. Oh, you gotta relax. He, I haven't seen that brother. I forgot he was on your team. I forgot. He comes back in January, bro. We oh, got him. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, he's right. he's coaching. He's shadow coaching. Oh, okay. He's working on his badges. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Ephraim, do you need more time as well? Maybe next week you and Clay can continue this, or do you know your answer already? I mean, I kind of know. I got a couple. Like, yeah, I'd rather do like a top ten list or something, but. If I want to give you one right now, want, that's how much help you want to give the streets. I feel you. I mean, but it's pretty known a lot. Like it's not like Manchester United is not a known club and with a lot of known flops and and, and one hit wonders uh, that have come through. Angel De Maria is one of them that come to mind. Uh, All right, I'm reluctant to say All Anthony right, right now. now, but Ephraim, that's one of better, them. Ephraim, you better cut it out. Hey man, what? Let, let me tell you something. Am I telling, he, was he not? Was he not? He was not a flop. He was not a flop at United. Nope. And I will break it down. I like. I, I love to just break down. I will break it. Nah, I, I might have to break it down next week. Not that I need to do research, but he was not a flop. Y'all just didn't know what y'all were signing because English people don't watch La Liga. I don't know what y'all. But he was a flop at, at United. I'm not saying he wasn't a good player because clearly he was. I'm saying he was a flop at United. He was gone in a year. He didn't even stay a year. So, like, he stayed for a year, and that's it. One season, and he was gone the next season. That's all I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not condemning his career. He stayed for Nothing a year like because he, was, he stayed fair. for a year because Louis Van Hall's tax exactly not what he wanted. My they, man, they had, my man, everybody calls my man, and that's why I've told you this many times, Anthony. No one cares about assists. That's why everyone calls him a flop. Imagine having ten assists in a league when. The best strikers on the team are two people past their prime, Wayne Rooney and Robin Van Persie. And I still can create all these chances. Do you know how many chances he created and they were fluffing it? That's why I'm like, hey, man, I think they thought they're going to get another Cristiano Ronaldo. Let's give him number seven. He's going to score a thousand goals. That was never his game. He's a playmaker. He created a lot of chances. Who's the who's even the last man United player to get 10 assists in the Premier Leagues in a Premier League season? Bruno, has he so, even yeah. done it? You talking about Di Maria, then? Yeah, I'm saying like uh, Ephraim. Do you, can you recall the last United player to get ten assists in a Premier League season? I see yeah, Bruno. Yeah, Bruno did it once. Uh, yeah, he yeah. did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he did so, it. Once. Yeah, and that's what my right, point. But, <laughs> it was his second right, season. But, exactly what he did. Imagine come walking into a league. Walking to a Huff team, creating all these chances, and people say you're a flop. 
That's what I would leave too. You guys don't know greatness. Hey, um, Ephraim, what what do you think about Martial? I was just watching some random highlights literally like a couple minutes ago. And they were like, yo, he was nuts. And it was showing his dribbling moves. And in this like minute and a half clip, he had like five different numbers. It was like nine, 11, seven. <laughs> yeah, I was like, man, what's going on? Like, how could one player move around so much on one club and not be so meaningful? So um, could you enlighten me, I guess? I guess I don't understand what, you're, what kind of question you're answering, asking. What, I, what do I think of him as a flop? Is, is, he, hey, is he good? Is he a flop? Hey, man. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering. Flop, I mean. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I was just, I was just wondering. That's, that's why I said, uh, that's why I was saying, like, I'd rather do like a top 10 list or something. Because there's a number of them. Angel Di Maria was just one name that was on my list. I got a couple of them. So. Di Maria was not a flop. He sh- for me. He showed why designer players didn't come to England. Niggas don't know what they're doing with them unless you come to Arsenal. We're the only people that knew how to do stuff with those type of players. But yeah, Cletus, you need more time, right? Or do you, have you been able to remember El Nino was there? Or are you going to let that Champions League act like he wasn't Huff? No, <laughs> you know, we've, we've signed a lot of Huff. We've signed a lot of Huff. And it's hard to even think of names. Um, Enzo Fernandez, New Huff. Yeah, I, I was gonna Asado, say Hedo. What the hell is he doing? Emmy Cucurella, you know, Huff right there. I was gonna keep it simple. Where's Lavia? Yeah, I mean, I don't know when I'm gonna see him play. <laughs> All right, guys. Before we end the show, we got to talk about uh, the breaking news that you know launched before we started recording. According to reports, Neymar is missing Copa America 2024. Should that brother just retire, guys? What do you think? Should he just turn it in? I'll go with you, Marcus. Because it sucks, man. On the international side of the game, yeah, it's a wrap. I don't think Carlo's going to pick him. Um, But on the Saudi side of the game, no, bro. Go milk that bread five more years. Get, get get bread so the young Neymar, the chubby Neymar, don't got to play soccer. I heard they trying to get out of that contract, man. Al Halal without Neymar is 10 points clear of the Saudi league, man. They don't need that, brother. They try to delete that contract and get better players. Anthony, what would you do, man, if you were Neymar in that situation? You're out for this season. You can't play in Copa America, and your club is balling, and allegedly they trying to delete your contract. Yeah, um, I'm waiting until they finalize that deletion, and then I'm hanging it up, man. May even try to uh use some of that severance pay, pay Apple and the MLS off, so I can link up with Messi in in Miami, man. Do whatever it takes to be that extra foreign player. Some <laughs> some illegal stuff. Yeah, real talk, man. Hey, man, that's a you good point. Name. Because uh, Luis Suarez, yeah. I think he'll only be there for one year. And then once Suarez leaves, they got an open spot for that designated player. Why not Nene? Ephraim, how do you feel about uh this news of Neymar missing Copa America? I feel like that's a big miss because... 
As we all know, Copa America 2024 will be in the United States. Mm -hmm. We could have had the opportunity to see an all-time great like Neymar live, but unfortunately, mm -hmm. we won't be able to. Yeah, like marketing and and you know, um, you know, money-wise, yes, it's a big blow, obviously. And and being there, you know, one of their better better players over the last, you know, several years for sure. Uh, but you know, I think he should kind of sit it down as well. I'm, you know, it, he's 31 years old. You know, you're not going to get but so much better uh, as far as like you know your body healing. Um, it takes longer to heal. You know, you're playing. You're a very athletic player. You know, so I don't know. I think yeah, maybe sit it down. Maybe sit it down internationally. Uh, keep playing club level. Get paid in Saudi. But I don't know, man. Like, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm not really missing him anymore. Well, Neymar. If this is the last time we see you, thank you for your service, man. You all-time great, even though it feels like we didn't see you maximize yourself. But a lot of it just happened to be a victim of your era, man. Sorry that you're in the same generation as Messi and Cristiano. Those brothers did not give up. So you never got to be number one. But, hey, you're still a legend. But it is cloudy that Barcelona won Copa America without you. And now, hey, if they go win the, what if they go win Copa America again without him? Now he's going to be looking real cloudy. Brazil time leading score for what? Anywho, end of the show. Like I said earlier, my champagne move of the week, Victor Oshiman, his dribbling, the back kill between the defenders to maintain possession, and then that cross to KK for the game winner. Amazing. That's my champagne move of the week. Shout out to Oshiman. Marcus, what's your champagne move of the week? Um, I'm gonna go with that same move, but I got a message for Oshiman. Stop crying, bruh. You give them a reason to hate you. The players on that other team were ready to smack the shit out of that boy. But that was a hot move. <laughs> yeah, it was. Ephraim, what's your champagne move of the week? Parking the bus. Parking <laughs> that bus right in the final third against Liverpool. That was my move of the week. Oh, man. Nice, nice. Anthony, what's your champagne move of the week? My champagne move is going to lead into my goal. I'm shouting out a uh, young baller. I watched the uh, female Champions League on Thursday. Uh, Ajax versus uh, who was it? Um, Bayern. That's what it was. The female Ajax team versus Bayern. Yeah, yeah. We got yo. a young ball, young baller, y'all from Springfield, Virginia. Lily Johannes sent the cross. She plays midfield. Sent the cross in to the box and asking a vicious question, dropped to one of her strikers or players. They cut back in the middle for a goal, man. It was beautiful. 16 years old, playing on Thursdays. If y'all don't want to watch uh, you know, that Europa League stuff, go ahead and check out the feminine the 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 feminine champions league. It's something it's called something. It's the women's champions league, something like that. But yeah, man, that's just tight. <laughs> do your Googles, man. Tough. Find the name yourself, man. You'll be all right. Yeah, yeah do, do your Googles. Yeah. <laughs> do your Google. Cletus, what's your champagne move of the week? 
Um, I'm going to go with two. One, having my boy Christopher Nkunku make his appearance at the bridge. And then and two, this weekend I took Carl and James to the Byron headquarters. So, you know, they're, they're new Byron members as well. You know, membership application coming soon for the team. Won't be able to sign that paperwork. You know, I'm a Hamburg boy, man. I, I can't touch the Bavarian stuff. But I mean, hey, you've been there before. You, you yeah, yeah. But it's it's deeper than rap. Shout out to Bayern Munich. I had a cousin that used to play for Bayern Munchen too. So you know, I had family a part of the Bayern community. So shout out to my chef. But you know, we we Hamburg boys over here, man. Red Sox boys, man. But uh, <laughs> Ephraim, what's your champagne goal of the week? I'm gonna go to uh I'm gonna go to League One in the EFL League One. I'm gonna go with um Marcus McGuane from Oxford. That's what I'm going with. Real nice curler from outside the box. Nice, nice. I'ma be I'm gonna be selfish and I'm gonna say my champagne goals of the week is Mohammed Kudus. I feel like a proud cousin watching him develop. I've been you know, an advocate of him. I, I know it sounds blasphemous, but I really think this brother can be the greatest footballer Ghana has ever produced. So I'm just glad that after a slow start at West Ham, he's shown his worth and now he's becoming a certified starter and one of the best kept secrets in the Premier League. So shout out to Mohamed Kudus and Piqueta too. You definitely deserve love too for creating those chances. Marcus, what's your champagne goal of the week? Hey, I'm going to go ahead and go back and change my mood to that one-two that between Paqueta and uh, Kudus for that second one. Yeah, when bro, when it sat down on the on there, then Paqueta was like, hey, let me join you. Slime. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. the thing now. That's Yeah, that's the new Kudus celebration. Every time he scores, go sit on one of the – little joints on the sidelines and yeah just take a breather man enjoy it take it all in it's I like, like the, that yeah it's don't, like don't the, do that tomorrow <laughs> tomorrow aka today you know how it goes <laughs> what you gonna say it was it's like though i was gonna say it kind of reminds me of like you remember barry sanders growing up he would score touchdowns and just hand the ball off to the ref and look straight mm -hmm. it, it's kind of like that but he's faking though because i'm sitting i'm sitting on one of the billboards Looking straight like it's the bench. We I might have to do the phone. ultimate. We might have to do the ultimate fake outs. Him and Nabby Lad. Okay. But who, my goal of the week. Him and who? Him and Nabby Lad. You don't remember when Nabby scored that goal? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Looked off. Like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> Yo, my goal of the week. We're going to keep it with the females. Shout out to my Liverpool crush, Miss Taylor Hines. For the dramatic late goal, we going to get Yes, sir. Hey, bro, just know, United, we're going to get ours one way or another. We're going to get you. We got your chicks out the way. Stop wearing the rainbow oh, numbers. Oh, okay. <laughs> Anthony, who was your shit paid goal to week? <laughs> I'm going to keep it with the, with the young baller, man. You know, Vicious Pass, Lily and Hannes, man. Nice. So, Ephraim, champagne goal of the week. I already gave it to you, oh, but yeah. I can give you my champ. I can give you who's coming in the club with me, though. Yeah, see, I'm geek. Go ahead, my bad. You're good, bro. Yeah, no worries. Uh, I'm gonna give it to Girona, uh, for still holding down number one spot in La Liga. 
not only that, they have only one loss this season. I think that's big for a club like we don't ever talk about ever. Um, so, yeah, shout out to them. They come in the club with me. I'm going to steal something from Anthony, and I'm, I'm creating a new club, guys. This is club question, because, hey, you think you're coming in for something, you leaving for something else. This is a club where, you know, when you need to have a surprise birthday party, you can have it here. And if you need a surprise intervention, you can have it here, too. So at this intervention, I'm inviting DeAndre Ayton, Zion Williamson, Anthony Edwards, all the brothers moving like they're not $100 million brothers. I'm in a club so we can teach you how to be a man with integrity. Okay? Let, yeah, yeah. let, let me like you have $100 million. Let me lead the class so I could teach them on the proper etiquette of interaction with workers. Let let me let me yes, lead that. Please, we have it's work school. Yeah, he's, he's, he's bringing Nick. He's bringing Nick. He's bringing Nick Jackson in there also, though. Yeah, Nicholas yeah, Jackson, yeah, come yeah, to the club, yeah, son. Yeah. Come to the club, son. You can't have a child and talking to these young ladies like that. Please, I need to get these these young fellas. Oh, right you're worth, man. Come on, Listen. man. Oh, how are you getting exposed by workers so early in the game? You just came to England, son. Here and then look at the joint that exposing you. Come on, this is the Brexit area. You can get deported, moving lost, Nicholas. Relax. And, and you in London? Oh, Charlie, I couldn't don't even find a nice. Oh, never mind. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Clay, this who you in the club with? Oh yeah, I forgot to give you my my champagne gold, but I'm gonna uh, uh, see. That's where I got confused. See, I went to eat from when I should have. Yeah, see, I knew I wasn't that confused. I'm sorry, y'all. You know, I'm gonna throw to my boy Kim getting a goal because his first one was rolled out. Um, and then I know Kuda scored a goal, but there was a goal in his Champions League this week that really caught my attention. I just I wish I remember the name, but and then um, yeah, this week, man, I'm not, I'm in a club with uh, Alaba. You know, it's is you know Christmas time, but I don't. You don't need to be with the wife. You don't need to be with the kid. What? You don't need to hear those crying, screaming. You need to be outside yeah. getting motivated. Please okay. hold on, hold on, hold on. How can you be a professor at club work and you're telling Alaba to avoid his family and go outside when he's injured? See, you can't work at club work. No, 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 no. like these brothers, man. Because, nah, because you are around young niggas and you gotta still keep that fresh mentality. Because if you're not. And you start moving too old, David. I, I'm not gonna like that for you. You've already had too many injuries. You gotta be around the young niggas so they keep you in the loop. Nah, man, he's already an old man. His his legendary uh, celebration at Real Madrid is is holding up the chair. Okay, that's old man stuff. Please. Nah, but I need my boy outside. I don't need him at home doing doing the the crying stuff, playing daddy daycare. Now nah, we we outside. You see, hey guys, am I tripping? Can Claytus be a professor at club work? When he's giving Alaba this advice, what you mean, bro? I'm a, I'm a product of of a nigga named Abel and Pluto. Uh, of course, see? yeah. See, these bro, Clay, Future needs to come to club work. He needs to come to club work. That's my favorite artist that's of all real, time. That's the, the weekend has avoided club work by moving right. See, that's the thing. You got to move with women that have something to lose. They keep sleeping with something. Hey, man, never mind. It's not that show, man. This ain't fresh and fit. It's a shit. Let me chill. <laughs> oh. Anthony, who are you in the club with, my friend? Man, I'm with 
I'm in the club with Crystal Palace's manager, man. He was geeking after that draw. Uh, so Roy, shout out to him. Happy Roy Hodgson. Yeah. Hey, yeah, man. Shout out, to, shout out to Roy, man. Might have to take him to a senior club. <laughs> no, no, yeah, he, we dude, like eighty-one on, years old, man. He can yeah, come to club work. On, see. Uh, <laughs> while while yeah. while the brothers are having the classroom, they're gonna hear other people having fun outside. And Roy Hodgson's gonna have a section. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Club we work. sipping on sparkling wine, man. You know, it's that non-alcoholic <laughs> drink, so hey, he can get home. Huh? He's an old school Brit. You think he wants sparkling wine? Give him, give him a lager, man. Where's the pint? Okay. Yeah, yeah you go. that's right. what he wants. His old <laughs> ass want a pint. <laughs> you want a pint of that day. <laughs> oh man, Marcus, who are you in the club with, man? Hey man, um, this this club. I'm sorry, we got a, uh, a a certain mix this week. Uh, with recent discoveries that I seen, we're gonna play Fiend eleven times back to back, and then we're gonna play put them on a 2024, put them on the news or something. and we only putting our dancing niggas in the club. Um, we're gonna put Buketta. Shit, fuck. I'm gonna give that Chelsea goalkeeper. I'm putting him in the VIP today because he, Robert he Sanchez, a... yeah, he balled. No, no, no. They didn't have him in there. Oh, yeah, I'm geeked. Petra, Petra who's, some shit. Who's their other goalie? Petrovic, or how you say his name? Um, oh, yeah, he was so bad. People are saying Robert, Robert Sanchez is the number one now, certified. <laughs> hey, we got Oshiman in the club. Like I said, because I seen him dance. Everybody don't see him dance, bro. We got them in the club, bro. We playing. Like I said, we, we only playing two tracks, 2024 and Fiend. Hey, that's crazy. And shout out Playboy Cardi. He's supposed to be putting out a new track in 15 minutes, a.k.a. yesterday, you know, because, you know, it's today, Wednesday, a.k.a. You can listen to this forever, man. It's never dated. You know, this champagne soccer, like a fine wine, it gets better with time, you know? But, hey, salute to everybody out there tuning in. This has been a fun episode. I learned a lot, you know, I learned about now dealing with the work and I learned how sometimes hey, you got to enjoy draws, man, because Roy Hodgson, he treated that 1-1 like it was 4-0. So, hey, sometimes you got to take the point and smile, right, Ephraim? Hey, say that again. I'm sorry, bro. I said, I said sometimes <laughs> you just got to take the point and smile like Roy Hodgson did. And like United did, I'll take it too. But Marcus, before we go, we have a six-pointer, Arsenal-Liverpool on the weekend. I'm nervous, but I still so got to believe, I. man. I still got to believe. 2-1 Arsenal. You score goals. Right now, we're not scoring goals. So, hey, man, I'm going to be in the champagne room with my pinky up. 3-2. Liverpool, star boy, we might injure your ass. See, look at see this. Hey, hey, you had niggas putting niggas in headlocks and then getting spooked when Virgil Van Dyke showed up. That's all I got to say. Hey man, didn't? Oh yeah, aren't we the ones that hurt Luis Diaz last year? We might have to delete him again, hey, right? Partey, Wasn't it us? Partey yeah. is out here playing incriminating songs. Hey, I'm no, not worried. Not. No, he's not. Hey man, Black Sheriff. Kweku the Traveler is the, Ghana, is the Ghana national anthem right now. Please. What does that lyric say? 
Yeah, who hasn't fucked up in life? Come on, don't worry. Come on, man. Everybody makes mistakes, man. The more you? dangerous drum was when he was playing R. Kelly with his young and wearing 2000s gear. That was more dangerous. Hey, man, I hope that's the mindset of y'all whole squad coming into Saturday. Hey, man. It's sick. Ephraim, who you got? Arsenal, Liverpool. Oh, man. 3-3 three, three draw. Okay, I, I dig it. I dig it. Cletus, who you rolling with, man? Oh, man. I'm still going for Liverpool to win the league. So, yeah, I'm going I'm to rock with the Reds. Makes sense. Yeah. Hey, it makes sense. If you got them winning, they got to beat the team in first place. Anthony, are you also like e-money bags and looking for a draw so City can take advantage? Or do you think someone will get the three points? Nah, I need that draw just like that Liverpool United draw, man. I need this. Need this Arsenal Liverpool draw, man. Real talk. All right. And will we all have to look at Manchester City in a different light when they become the world champions? I'll go with you, Cletus. You won a world championship. Yeah, I ain't really checking for those boys, man. Have fun with that trip. Marcus, you've also won a world championship. Will that give City a new light in, in that football heritage, or are you not respecting it? Hey, man, all I got to say is remember when I won, when my team won this, what y'all said, it don't count. So I'm going <laughs> to replay it the same goddamn way. Ah, now back. if it count, because now if it count, you're not the first team with a quad. Oh, Lord. Huh? <laughs> yeah, E-Money Bags, you've also been a world champion. I have, I, I've never been a world champion. I'm an Arsenal fan. They stole it from us. <laughs> Barcelona, Barcelona stole our world championship. So uh, do you think that will put City in a new light? Eh, not really. I think they're fine. I mean, I don't think it, it, I don't think it necessarily elevate them any. I think they're fine where they I think they are where they are. So now. Nah. I, I hear you. And Anthony, you've let it be known. You guys already won club of the year and y'all didn't even have a Champions League. So what does the world championship do for you guys? We are sitting on top of the world, top of the world, top of the world. Yeah, man, it matters. We just finished our treble season. We're about to get the Club World Cup, man. We got, I think we it, got the – go ahead, E. I didn't even Sorry, know you man. knew that Huff song, Anthony. That's a thing. <laughs> I hate that song. I was just going to – I'm sorry, I know I got you off, Anthony. I'm sorry, man. I was just going to say – Next, next, the next iteration of the Club World Cup might matter more. I know we didn't talk about it, but that might be something we need to talk about too, like how they changed up the Club World Cup. No, nah, we and that's like, a good point. I think next week after we break down the final, we can talk about the new format. That's a great, yeah, point. they I are trying to be, make it more serious, yeah. And I think that'll be like when people will pay attention a lot more because it'll be on TV more, it'll be widely, you know. So, anyway, yeah, I think then it'll matter more. And then just like the Champions League, there'll be teams that aren't even winning their leagues or their continent's major tournament, but they're the champions of the world. <laughs> hey, man. Just, yeah, so it's going to be ugly, but hey, we'll break that down more next week. Champagne Soccer, the best soccer podcast in the world. Before we disappear, what we got to do, Marcus? 
Hey man, get you some of that bubbly, man. But until next time, keep them pinkies up. Be out.